Welcome to Full Bloom, the podcast for millennials on a journey to understanding purpose and figuring out what it means along the way. My name is Martina Lindo, and I believe we can learn from each other's experiences and hopefully help each other to bloom and grow into the people we were always meant to be. Your journey to full bloom starts right now. Welcome to the very last episode of Full Bloom for 2019. Are you guys excited? Because I am excited, okay? Why are you excited, Martina? Well, one, because y'all know I'm always excited. But two, because it's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Yay! (laughs) And also, it's the last episode of the year. I honestly did not think I was going to make it to this point if I'm being completely 100% honest, because y'all, this journey has just been a challenge. And I promise you, I'm not going to talk about the challenges, at least not in this way, going into next year. So let me just lay it out right now. Y'all, this was hard, but it was so much fun and so worth every moment, every late night. It is currently 1049 and I am determined to post this episode before the end of the day. That's how much I'm invested in this process right now. (laughs) Also, because I'm a procrastinator and I should have already recorded this, but honestly, and I'm going to tell you why later on, it's just been a lot. But anyway, welcome. And if this is your first time in this space, my name is Martina and I am your host. And I love this space. I love Full Bloom. I love what it represents. I love what it's done for people, what it's going to do for people. And I love what it's done for me. Honestly, if I'm being selfish, I just really love the person that I've become through this process. And just just putting yourself out there in this way, like transparency and vulnerability really does something to you as a person. And so I'm just grateful that you guys have stuck it out with me. It's funny, I was talking to some of my coworkers today that actually listened to the show and they were joking and they were like, girl, from episode one till now, you can just see the growth. So thank y'all for being honest. Thank y'all for letting me know when I'm not doing it right. And thank you for hanging with me, sticking with me. And y'all, 2020 is going to be lit, okay? It's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Like, just stick around. I have some really, really amazing guests already lined up and some really really fun things coming maybe even a live show or two a live event or two so just stick around because full bloom is only going to get bigger and better okay so let's just jump in right away to our purpose rant for the last episode of 2020 Oh, look at me jump into the future of 2019. (laughs) So look, I have several. And honestly, I couldn't choose because there were so many things that happened in the last few months that honestly, I just have to, I just need to comment on it. And I'm sorry, I just got to do it. So here we go. This is going to be a laundry list slash rapid fire round of Purpose Rants. Um, So first one, Kanye. I know there's some saints out there that got plenty to say about Brother West. However, these are my thoughts. And I think it's very, very important that you guys understand this. Everybody's journey to salvation is their own. And no matter what a person has done before or after, it's not about y'all. It's about him and his relationship with Christ period. So I get it. Kanye said some out-of-pocket stuff. He supported some crazy individuals. However, his journey to salvation is nobody's business. And even though he's like put it on public display in a way, you know, through this whole Jesus is King album, I think it's his way of expressing himself because that's how he's always done it. And I know I'm late to this conversation because this already happened like months ago. However, like I said, I got something to say and I'm about to say it, okay? (laughs) But Kanye, Kanye's journey 
I mean, all, although be it, it's not over yet, it's probably she's got a long way to go. I just commend the fact that, you know, despite everything that he has done, everything that he has represented in the past for a lot of people, you know, he's really allowing himself to go on this journey and start this process anew. And so, you know, whether or not it's genuine, that's, you know, between him and God. But, you know, as an outsider looking in, I mean, I'm just grateful that he's willing to put the name of Christ out there because a lot of us aren't ashamed of it. A lot of people are not using the name of Christ the way that they should because you know it's not cool it's not it's not what all the cool kids are doing you know but you know shout out to Kanye I hope that this is real I hope that it it's lasting and I hope that your life is really changed by all this so that's number one number two I recently watched Kevin Hart's docuseries and I have a lot to say but I'm gonna keep it brief I personally think that everybody has to evolve in their life. And, you know, I'm going to try to really keep this thematic with all of these, you know, try to connect them in some way. But just listening to him from the first episode to the last one, it's it's extremely inspiring. Like he just he's just got such a tremendous work ethic. Like I'm telling y'all, like this man is hustling. And the thing about it is he doesn't have to because he's already got money. He's already got fame. He's already got, you know, the accolades in terms of being a recognizable figure but he continues to push and push and push and my thing is like if we all could just get a dose of that in our daily then you know a lot of us would be a lot further ahead and so what I really took away from that is like if you want a dream to be actualized you have got to put in the work like it's not going to just fall in your lap you really got to be out here grinding and that is at every single level that's not just oh you know starting from the ground up no like as you progress from level to level like there are gonna be more things that you have to overcome there's got to be more things that you've got to figure out there's more things that you got to, you know, become successful at through the hard work, through your tenacity, through your ambition, through your desire. And like one of the biggest lessons, and I'm kind of going ahead, but whatever, the biggest lessons I've learned in this year is how to truly be disciplined. And I'm still working on it. Like there's no way, shape or form that I could ever say, oh, I got it down. But y'all discipline is going to take you so far. So if anything that you can take away from Kevin Hart's docuseries is just that like you know you got to make the sacrifices necessary to see whatever dream you want come to life y'all got it good number three so moving away from the celebrity space my husband I I know y'all remember when you two sent their album to everybody's iPhone again look y'all know me if you ain't got an iPhone you can't sit with us okay I'm just kidding, I promise. Um, but y'all remember when they sent out the album to everybody's phone, right? So when it first came out, and it's funny because my husband and I were like, we were kind of dating at that time when it happened. And he would just get so annoyed every time he'd get in the car or go somewhere, it would start playing, right? So maybe that was like four or five, maybe six years ago. Fast forward to 2019. Now, when it happens, he's singing along literally singing the words of the song and like sometimes he'll just let it play because now he knows all the songs and I just think it's such a testament to what happens when you just allow yourself to adapt and change to your circumstance that sometimes are just out of your control things that get thrown at you like you can control how you respond to certain things and so I just think it's hilarious every time we go in the car now he's like singing along to the songs and I'm just like look at this man who was like literally cussing at the the radio like oh my god turn this off like why does it keep playing on my phone blah 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 to now like nah 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 like singing along y'all it's hilarious and I think it's a great example of evolution as an individual and just growing and maturing and just not allowing certain things to bother you anymore but rather just embrace it and go with it like obviously don't embrace things are not that are not good for you but I mean it's just like why fight why keep fighting against something if it's if it's just gonna happen so find a way to make it work for you you know what I mean so 
if you're riding in the car and the YouTube album comes on, just sing along. Don't fight it. You can't delete it off your phone. So just keep it moving and learn the lyrics. <laughs> okay, so maybe my laundry list wasn't as long as I thought it was, but y'all got the picture. Um, so I guess my purpose in this rant today is really just be comfortable with evolving and changing. And, you know, don't, first of all, as my husband will say in his patrol, and I'm going to try and y'all can laugh at me if you want. Don't watch people. Don't watch people like ignore them. People are going to say what they want to say at every stage of your life, whether you're doing good, whether you're doing bad, whether you're doing great things or progressing. Someone is always going to have an opinion. So why worry about them? Don't watch that. Just do you and do it well. Like I just I I'm really at the place now where it's just like the only the only gaze that I'm watching is my own. The only reflection I'm looking at is the one staring back at me. Because at the end of the day, you are your greatest measure of success in terms of what you will accomplish. Of course, you can look at other people who are doing the things that you want to in life and, you know, say, okay, I'm going to model this after them or I'm going to try this after this person. But at the end of the day, it's you looking at yourself and saying, how can Martina do this in the best way? How can I accomplish this goal that I've set for myself in the best way? It's all about self-improvement, self-reflection. Oh, here we go. Let's try this again. Self-reflection and just being the best version of you that you can be at every single stage without putting the kind of pressure on yourself that says, oh, if I don't accomplish this, then I'm a failure. But rather, it's just looking at yourself as, oh, wow, I can do this better going forward. Does that make sense? I hope so. And that brings us to our life hack of the week. So again, in lieu of a bit of finality for the year and, you know, getting our life and being thematic as I love to do. The life hack is simple. Get some discipline. That's it. That's the hack. It's done. Be disciplined. Like, and it's not as simple as it sounds because discipline takes a real a real made up mind and a real mindset change depending on where you are in your journey. And it takes a real commitment to the process. Discipline is deciding that even if you got home at 6.30, went out for your birthday and didn't get home till 9.30, but you supposed to post this episode, you're gonna record it. And that's just me trying to get myself in discipline. But the other side of it is also don't procrastinate. Like real discipline would have been like, okay, Martina, you have three days where you have a little bit more time to play with. Why don't you get this done in this time? So it's really just about looking at yourself, assessing the tools that you have and coming up with a plan and a strategy that's going to help you to get where you need to go. And I know I sound like a broken record, but honestly, y'all, like, it's something that has really changed my life. Like, realizing that I need to be more disciplined, that I need more structure, that I need more consistency in a lot of things has really, you know, shifted my perspective. And it's changed the way that I approach every single aspect of my life. And something that I'm still struggling with. Um, I know you guys see that I joined a boxing gym and full disclosure, full transparency, I've only been three times. And it's really, really disappointing because I really want to commit myself to this process. But, you know, I'm just balancing and juggling a lot of things. And that's not an excuse. It's a reason right now. Um, But that doesn't give me a pass It doesn't give me a way out. It's just something else that I have to adapt to. It's me now putting you two in both of my ears instead of listening to it in one. (laughs) Oh, God, that's an inside joke. Sorry. But I kind of let you guys in on the joke just now, though. But it's really just like allowing yourself to embrace the fact that you are flawed and that you have work to do. 
But then looking at it and saying, okay, discipline, this is what I need so that I can get where I'm going. Does that make sense? Because at the end of the day, we want to bloom and blooming is a process, right? You, you, you bury or you, what's the word? You plant the seed, you put the, what is it? Soil on top of it and you let it grow by watering it every day, nurturing it as it grows and buds, you clip the ends, the stems. I'm not a gardener, y'all. I'm really just winging it, but (laughs) I mean, you get what I'm trying to say. So if you want to get where you want to go, you got to bring discipline along the journey every single step of the way or else you're just not going to get there. So guess what? We are at the interview section of the podcast And so I posted earlier today that I had a little surprise for you. The surprise is me. It's just me. Yes, guys, this is my very first solo episode. And I decided what a better way to do it than to end out the year and kind of just really reflect on this journey. And I've literally one of the reasons it's not done yet is because I've been putting it off because I've been dreading it dreading every single moment of it because I'm thinking to myself like what are you gonna talk about for 45 minutes like what nobody's gonna sit there and listen to you for that long but I decided to shut up and stop acting like a child and so I have a few things that I want to share with you today as we close out 2019 and we go into not only a new year, but a new decade. And a new decade means that things are going to evolve. Things are going to continue to change. Technology is changing. Communication is changing. You know, everything about the way that we as human beings interact is being challenged and we are being forced to do it differently. And one of the things that I fear, um, I was talking to... Well, in the last episode with Raina, um, we talked about this, like, you know, just how little kids are growing up now. They are just so exposed to technology at such a young age. Like my son is a year, what, four, 13 months. And he knows how to talk to my parents on FaceTime. Like he knows how to talk to my sister on FaceTime. And like, not only does he know to talk to them, but he recognizes them when they're here with him. So it's, I mean, the world is changing y'all. And so we just have to be willing to adapt and grow with it, but also like, not lose the foundation of what it means to be human like that touch that feel that you know that bond that comes with being in person and interacting with each other it's important and you know I I don't ever want to feel like I'm losing sight of that um it's funny because during Christmas and god I'm so sorry for this incessant beeping they still have not fixed this this smoke alarm in my apartment so I do apologize. Um, But, you know, during the holidays, we were doing a lot of shopping. And I looked at my husband at least three times. I'm just like, I want to go home. Like, I don't want to be here. There's too many people. And I didn't realize how much of a homebody I'd become until this past week. And it's just like literally everything is done on my phone. Like I pay my bills on my phone. I shop on my phone. I even make my grocery list on my phone like in the stores app and you can like build the cart before you get in there so you know exactly what aisle to go to what exactly where to pick things up and then you know exactly how much you're paying like I mean there's some apps where you can even shop you know do your grocery shopping online so I think we just need to be intentional about maintaining and retaining a sense of physical touch with one another and I'm not being nasty (laughs) I just mean like really maintaining that human connection that keeps us human, honestly. You know what I mean? So that's kind of a little rant within itself, but it got me thinking about all of the things that I've learned over the past year. And, you know, especially with doing this podcast and really opening up myself in a lot of ways that I've never done before. And, you know, learning that transparency and authenticity are the only ways that you can connect to people that is what they want people want you to be real with them because 
That's what's real. That's what they can feel. Like, you know, what's that song? Giving him something he can feel. Yeah, that. Now, for all y'all kids listening, y'all better not know nothing about that. However, you do want to give something people that they can really, you know, connect to and say, oh, wow, I, I feel that. I can relate to that. So in the spirit of connecting and in the spirit of um, communication, I do have a little announcement, a little testimony of my very own. Um, I have officially started my business, the Blueprint Creative Agency, and it is a marketing consulting firm, boutique, however you want to call it. Um, and it focuses on social media management, branding, um, marketing um, in the digital strategy space, and just a host of other things in terms of copywriting. And, you know, I'm going to tell you so much more about it in the coming weeks, but I'm really excited because it's something that I had to buckle down to get done. And I, I realized that, you know, my, my first love is, is as a passion is screenwriting, is writing in general, is storytelling. And so I wanted to find a way to connect my passion to something that I could one, make money from, and two, allow me the freedom to eventually, you know, work for myself and have more time to write. And so I am really, really excited about this. I already have several clients that I'm working with, managing their social media pages and just helping their businesses to grow online in a marketing space and teaching people to tell their stories um, in their business. And so I'm just really excited. So a uh, shameless plug, if y'all have any friends that own a small business or are coaches or consultants that need help with their branding, their web design, tell them to holla at your girl. Okay. I'll have the link to my website in the show notes, as well as you can follow my Instagram page, um, the blueprint creative on Instagram and y'all just y'all stay tuned and follow this journey as I go into like real deal entrepreneurship like oh y'all I'm nervous I'm excited I am feeling super blessed to have such an amazing support system my family my husband especially I I tell y'all all the time like he's the reason why I'm like even in this space because I was I was going to law school y'all I was going to be somebody's lawyer but I didn't want to do that and you know I think I would have gotten there without him but with him I just I got there so much better and so thanks boo I love you hey <laughs> sorry having a moment um, but yeah, so let's get into why we're here today. Um, you know, just kind of in the same breath of communication, storytelling. Um, I kind of wanted to give you guys my story. Uh, we haven't talked about it in the way that we've talked to other guests. And so I wanted to find like a, you know, an interesting way to kind of tell you guys more about me without me just being like hey my name's Martina and I grew up as a no like I kind of really want you to feel like you're learning something as we're talking about it so this is what I came up with and you can tell me if you like it or not when you leave your review but if it's not five stars just you know just send me a text or email don't 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 put that out there for the world to see (laughs) I'm just kidding So the very first thing that I, I guess you can call these my 2019 reflections or the things that I've learned in this year um, that have really resonated with me in a way that has changed the way that I live my life, right? So the first thing is you always want to make sure everything you're doing is making an impact. And whether or not the impact is affecting 10,000 people or five people that impact matters so I I mean even with my podcast I probably have like 150 200 listeners consistently you know my episodes have good downloads but it's not about that for me it's really about people who send me dms or send me messages that say like oh thank you for what you said because now I'm looking at things differently I'm changing the way I think about you know the choices that I make the goals that I set I'm starting a business because I feel like I can do it now you know managing all these different things these are things that people have said and I'm I feel inspired that I'm making an impact because sometimes 
The thing about impact is you don't always see it. You don't always know how it's affecting others. You don't even know if it, if you are making an impact. You just have to go out of faith and believe that what you're doing is your purpose and what you're doing is going to help somebody to grow and bloom and flourish in the way that God intended them to. So no matter what stage you are, in whatever you're doing, you focus on making the lasting impact that you would want something to have on you. So, you know, if you're cooking, you know, make sure the food is healthy and that people are going to enjoy it and it's going to spark conversation or it's going to spark laughter or joy. I don't know. Whatever you want your impact to be, you be intentional about creating an experience or creating a moment that will allow somebody to truly get it, you know? I hope I'm making sense. So make an impact. So that's the first thing that I learned in this year is just, you know, putting putting myself and my needs and my desires aside and truly focusing on being a servant and and yielding myself to a greater purpose. And Again, like when people say that, it sounds so high level. It sounds so like, oh my God, I got to just do all. No, like it's as simple as being the person there to open a door for somebody when they're walking in. Like it's, it's literally as simple as not letting somebody slip and fall in a store by, you know, cleaning up wherever you work. Like, I don't know, silly stuff like that or small quote unquote things that people might see as insignificant or, you know, not that great, but honestly, everything that we do as individuals is great because it's going to affect somebody if you decide to make it affect them in a positive way. So, yeah, focus on having an impact and then don't be afraid to start small. That's one of the things that I really, really took away from just everything that I've done this year. Like you especially with social media, people make you feel like you got to just be doing it so big all the time. Like sit down. Everything don't start at 10,000 likes. Everything doesn't start at 5,000 followers. Like literally, if you have 10 people following you, that's a start. That's something to be excited about. That's something to be proud of. Don't let this culture rush you. Don't let this culture make you feel like what you're doing is not important because you don't have some famous person retweeting you or because you don't have all the quote unquote cool people, you know, following what you're doing. It's about making a lasting impact and it's about doing what you were called and created to do. It's not about getting other people's approval. And I think the quicker you learn that in your journey, in your walk, the quicker you can get to your destination because you're not hindered or cumbered by the opinions of other people that have nothing to do with where you're trying to go. And so, again, I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm preaching to my own self. And I know it sounds preachy, but it's not. It's just real. Like, I've talked to so many people who are not starting things because they're like, well, I don't have that many people to follow me or I don't know that many people or I don't know how. And like they just limit themselves in so many ways because they don't feel like they're good enough or they don't feel qualified enough. And, you know, it's funny because that's really how I ended up starting my business. I I had been helping people with social media for a while and like kind of doing it odd, like little odd jobs here and there just to make a little extra money. And I realized like this is an actual need. Like people don't know how to brand themselves. People don't know how to grow up uh, their Instagram following. People don't even know where to find people to follow their page. And so as simple as that sounds, it's like, okay, how can I take this need that others have and turn it into a service that they could use and in turn be paid for it like that's how you turn your passion into profit that's how you turn your dreams into reality like it sounds so cliche but y'all it's really that simple like you just have to put your mind to the place that other people are so find the need and answer it It's as simple as that. And so don't be afraid to start small. Start small and grow. Set 
and create a firm foundation that if you do fall over, at least you're standing on solid ground versus some of these people who are buying followers or like, and I mean, there is a strategy behind buying followers. Like, don't get me wrong. Like you can do that if that's your MO, but there's also a way to just be organic and be authentic. And the following will come when you are really being yourself, when you allow yourself to be real and be open and just, just do it. Do you and do it unapologetically. Thank you and good night. (laughs) So the other thing that I really, really, really just, I, I can't stress more, especially like going back to, you know, just being part of this like social culture and being a part of this world that is so very much online. It's like navigate the world in a way that feels real and true to you. So don't make moves because John and Christy are doing the same thing. And I just made those names up. But don't move through the world feeling like, okay, I got to wear this yellow dress because, you know, Kim Kardashian said that yellow is it this season. Like, if you don't like yellow, don't wear yellow. Take that off. It's ugly. I mean, just do you be okay with like wearing a green dress if that's what's making you happy. Now, if the green dress look crazy and I don't wear it, but I'm just trying to say be yourself in every situation because that's what comes across to people. That's what's going to make you stand out in a room. That's what's going to make you be attractive to your future spouse. That's what's going to make you bloom like A flower cannot be any other kind of flower except the flower that it was planted to become from its inception or its budding, whatever the word is. So just navigate the world in in, in a way that feels real to you, in a way that makes sense to where you are. Because the other thing is, a lot of people out here, (laughs) and it's so funny, I'm not going to say her name because she would kill me, but I have a friend who like she has a pretty large social media following and <laughs> it's so funny I'm I asked her to be a part of a project that I'm working on and she was like it's crazy because people real deal out here think I'm living this life and I'm like girl I know but she you know we talked for a while and she was just like you know people post the life that they want you to see they post the life that is attractive and they post the life that is gonna get them to where they're trying to go and so it's like if you spend your whole life creating a uh I guess an imitation of something that you've seen you're actually just creating a, a a life based off of something that's not real something that's curated something that's meant to be perfect something that's meant to reflect as something that is is not real like it's not it's not a thing nobody wakes up every day with their makeup and their hair perfectly curled and 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 laid and slayed and all of that stuff like people have moments where they look ugly and I think you know people just have to focus on walking through this world in a way that they can go home and be happy with every day what is going to make Martina feel good about this day You know, and I mean, don't get me wrong. If you are okay and feel comfortable, you know, following moguls and following trends, that's absolutely fine. Because if that's what's going to bring you joy, what's going to spark joy in you, then do that. But don't hold yourself hostage to expectations and things that are not really reflective of a real person, but rather an image of something that is expected. So on to the next. Um, One thing that really kind of hit me hard this year um and it wasn't necessarily something that I I went through but it was watching somebody else go through it was learning that there is an extreme power and strength in vulnerability allowing yourself to feel emotions allowing yourself to sit in things and and process them and grow from them and learn from them really has the power to change your entire life and you know people talk about like weakness and strengths right and they talk about what things make you strong and what things make you weak but I think that everything that you go through in your life has the potential to strengthen you. It has the potential to help you to go from one stage to the next in a positive way 
if you look at it in that way, if you look at it as something that's positive, if you look at something that is meant to help you to grow. And so a lot of times we feel like we can't, you know, we can't cry. We can't cry about certain things or we can't, you know, be sad about certain things or we can't. I don't know. We just put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be strong and and overcome and just, you know, push forward and and fight instead of just being like, I'm sad right now. My heart is hurting. I feel broken or I feel, you know, I feel depressed. It's like the acknowledgement of that emotion or that vulnerability that's what allows you to overcome it is acknowledging that it's happening a lot of times we we act like it's not there we suppress it and then that's when it really creeps up on us in ways that are you know more damning than if we just say you know what I'm I'm feeling this I'm hurt I'm sad you know what you said bothered me what you did hurt me or what I said back there it wasn't cool you know just that that acknowledgement that accountability that is so lacking in a lot of relationships a lot of friendships a lot of interactions in general people are just often looking for ways to point fingers or point blame and they don't allow themselves to be like hey you know what that was on me I'm sorry and now I'm hurt or now you're hurt and now you know there's damage that's been done but then they don't like they don't acknowledge those feelings they just kind of mull over it and keep it moving like you know ain't nothing just happened so in 2020 Let's be real about how we're feeling. Let's not bring each other down, but let's lift each other up by just embracing people in their moments when they feel when they feel low and when they feel like they need strength, when they feel like they need somebody to lift them up. Because in those moments of just, you know, being open and and showing somebody, you know, I'm in pain, you could save a life. Suicide is one of the. I think is a second killer amongst teens and young adults my age. So millennials, I, I don't think it's the entire millennial group. And I'm going to get my statistic right so I can come back and tell y'all. But people are hurting and they're not allowing themselves to process that hurt in a, in an effective way or in a way that's going to allow them to move forward and heal. And so we often become burdened by the aftermath of their lack of vulnerability. Um, And so I think if we can just be real about how we're feeling and be real about the pain that we're experiencing, life could be so much better. We could be better. We could help each other to overcome rather than people continuously suffering in silence um and so those are kind of like the heavy-handed things that I've learned this year the things that have really made me become reflective of my own journey and so I've been thinking a lot about when I grew up as a kid and you know my parents worked really hard to to give us a good life um, it didn't always work out in the way that they wanted to. And there were looking back now as a kid, I could remember like moments where I was like, oh, we, we really live in a good life. But then now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, oh, wow, they were struggling to get that together or they were struggling to do this for us. But at the end of the day, they wanted us to have good memories. And, you know, now as a mom, I've really been sitting in that sitting in that feeling of like, I want to give Nation a good life. I want to give him things and moments that he can look back on and be like, you know, my parents worked so hard to do whatever or to give me that trip or give me that experience. And so one of the things that I am taking away from this year is the importance of, and this is the next one, if you didn't realize, uh, the importance of establishing family traditions or family customs or whatever. I think it's important not only to establish new ones, but to continue the ones that have been passed down because that's how you create legacy. That's how you create generational wealth. That's not money. That's how you create 
a life that you can look back and reflect on because now somebody is replicating or somebody's continuing something that you taught them and they're going to teach somebody else and they're going to continue that in your name. And so I just think it's important. Uh, my husband is laughing at me because during Thanksgiving, um, we went to his brother's house in Baltimore. And I was like, you know what? Next year, after Thanksgiving dinner, we're going to go. We're going to buy our tree and we're going to make cookies and watch Home Alone 1 and 2. And he laughed at me, you know. But I was there thinking, I'm just like, you know, in 10 years, Nation is going to be looking forward to that because he's like, oh, yes, after we eat dinner, we can go do X, Y, and Z. And this is just me being really hopeful that my kids are not like, mom, you're so lame. But it's just like having those things that you can look forward to as a family are going to be the bedrock of you overcoming really sad times or hard times or just being able to look to something rather than constantly having to overcome something. And so... Whatever you decide those things are or what you want them to be, you know, it can be as silly as, you know, every time you leave the house, you put a penny in the jar like and you teach your kids how to save that way. I don't know. But, you know, just be intentional about leaving your family a legacy, leaving them something that you can aspire to one day and grow from and grow to and and mold and shape and and form out okay good I'm glad you got it okay so I promise I only have a few more and then we're gonna go okay so hang on we're almost to the end I learned this year that anxiety overwhelm burnout depression they are very very real things They are very dangerous things. And so I have made a point to constantly check in with myself, constantly check in with my spouse, you know, check in with my family. Um, I think we don't do that enough. And, you know, going back to the point about, you know, suicide rates being, you know, extremely high. We as a people are constantly on the go. Um, we're constantly making moves. We're constantly trying to do the next thing. And I don't know anybody who's living a still life. I don't know anybody who just works a nine to five or who just does one thing. Our generation is extremely multifaceted, extremely talented. And it also has a lot to do with the economy and where things are. So we do have to work a lot harder than our parents did. We're we're working in a different way, but we are working just as hard. And so I think it's important for us to find balance within our day to day and find a way to just center ourselves, give ourselves time to just be still because there's not a lot of that anymore because we're on the go, on the go, on the go, on the go. It's funny because we were, I teach my Sunday school class at my church and we were talking about how the generation behind us, there was a generation Z, they are called the microwave generation. So they're just like, just going, going, going. And another name for them is snowflakes. And apparently it's, it's a literal translation of the fact that the at any wind they get blown away and it's not funny because they have the highest rate of suicide among them and it's just because culture and society is constantly throwing things at them and this is kind of a sidebar I don't know what I was watching or who I was talking to but we were just saying like little kids now are gonna grow up like on Instagram and like social media and see things and think to themselves, oh, wow, if I don't have that, then I'm not living a good life. Or if I'm not doing this, you know, I'm not, I don't have anything. And like, you know, we, we grew up like going outside and playing games and doing you know, kid stuff, but now kids are not doing kid stuff. They're doing adult things. Their minds are much more engaged and they are much further ahead in their like development in a lot of ways. 
And it's just, it's putting a damper on their ability to enjoy their childhood and their ability to enjoy certain experiences because they are just being forced and marketed to constantly to accept all these different things as things that they need. And it's just, it's really sad. And so I just know that in dealing with my own anxiety and my own overwhelm and my own burnout and, you know, not feeling like I'm going to let culture pressure me you have to be intentional again that's like the message of the day like be intentional be disciplined and just train your mind to not focus on certain things oh guys we're almost at the end and it's making me really sad one because I'm I'm really proud of myself because we're at like 45 minutes and I made it (laughs) I made it and I feel like I hope you're learning something I hope you're taking away something from the the lessons that I've learned in this year. And I really want each of us to grow and bloom into better people. And something that I've really been struggling with is, you know, our culture is big on not labeling things and not putting people in boxes. And I think in this moment and in this context, that's the one time I will say, yes, that's me right now because I want this space and this goes right into the next thing. So don't feel like I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> uh, I want this space to feel like a community. I want this space to feel like if you are down or if you are in need of inspiration or if you're in need of some some pep, or if you're in need need of some purpose talk, you know, you'll come to full bloom and and know that that's what you'll get. And so one of the other things that I learned, hope you're writing this down, is the importance of one, investing in communities and investing in friendships. And I don't just mean investing like financially. I mean, investing in your time. I um, was thinking about just some of the relationships that I've had, like close friends in college and even in high school and just how difficult it's been to maintain those relationships in terms of time. Like you, you got to plan months and months in advance just to spend time with people. And, you know, it's sad because, again, it goes back to the fact that we are so busy and that we have all these different responsibilities that are, you know, kind of holding us down. And so if you're not being intentional about investing in the relationships with the people that matter to you, then you'll lose the, the, the true value in those those relationships if they're not being maintained. It's like anything. If you don't get your car serviced routinely then it's gonna break down that engine is gonna blow up while you driving and you're gonna be sitting on the road looking crazy do you want that no and you don't want that for your friendships either so just be intentional about investing in your friendships investing in the things that are important to you and spending time with people that matter yeah so finally and completely at least for now trust the process if there's any lesson in this full 48 minutes of conversation that we have just had that you take away today tonight whenever you're listening to this however you're receiving it trust your process and it's crazy because that's kind of like not a new thing it's we're hearing it over and over again but it's because it needs to be iterated it's because it's such an important thing to know your process is your process and it's not going to look like my process your process is meant for you it's meant for your betterment so that you can then go into the world and be a light to somebody it's meant to help you take somebody to their to their process you know what i mean so Just be okay with things not working out as you plan. Like, forget the plan. Like, no, 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 no. Don't forget the plan. Keep the plan, you know, at least in the back of your mind. (laughs) But what I'm saying is just be okay with things not always working out. Be okay with things not working according to how you envisioned it. Be okay with posting your episodes at 11.54 at night and trusting that the people who are following you will listen (laughs) just the same like it's all about finding your voice and using it yeah I think that's a good place to stop 
I think that I hope that I have shared with you something that's going to put you in a good position to bloom and flourish in this coming year. And I'm not saying it to be like cliche or like, oh, 2020, new year, new me, clear vision, like all the headlines and the blurbs that you're going to see. It's more really about like, okay, moving from this level to the next level. And one of the things that I really love about having such a late birthday in the year is that at the beginning of every new year, I feel like I'm just starting new in every way. Like I'm a new age. It's a new year. It's a new day. Like I'm just ready to take on the challenges. And so it's been a good, it's been a good practice for me to be reflective at at this time of the year. And so I just hope that you guys will take all the things that you've learned and just run with it. Just go try. Don't be afraid to do something you've never done before and go into spaces that you would never have imagined because you didn't you might not have felt qualified or you might not feel like you can do it. You can and you will. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now and I want you guys to enjoy every moment of the new year. Enjoy every moment of your new opportunities, all the things that you're going to try and I will see you very very soon. Actually no. Let me not tell lies. So, Full Bloom is going on a break and we'll see you back again in February. Yes, mark your calendars because we want to come back bigger and better and ready to take on all the challenges of the new year. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this space with me. And please, if you want to make me happy in the last 10 minutes of my birthday, please rate and share and subscribe and do all the things to tell people about Full Bloom. I love it and I love you and I hope to see you very